0: How did you battle that addiction? Overcome that eating disorder. That childhood pain.
1: That relationship shattered into pieces. By the power of Christ in me.
0: How did you overcome depression? Anxiety? Disappointment? CONFLICT.
1: BY NOT FIGHTING FLESH AND BLOOD, BUT THE REAL ENEMY.
0: HOW DID YOU MOVE IN JOY, WALK IN HUMILITY, SPEAK KINDLY,
1: FORGIVE THOSE WHO HURT YOU,
0: BELIEVE THE BEST, BECAUSE JESUS HAS SET ME FREE, REALLY, TOTALLY, and truly free. Jesus came so
1: that we might have life and have it abundantly. Jesus came to set the captives free. He came for my freedom,
0: not just mine, but
1: yours too. Your freedom. Your freedom, your freedom. Because when he walked out of that grave, he did it so that you could walk out too. Now, living a healthy and whole life isn't another fitness fad or passing trend.
0: This isn't another fitness program squeezing you into the world's mold of beauty. Bearing God's image
1: shatters all the molds.
0: Bearing God's image is more beautiful than anything we've ever known.
1: Now we're inviting you to come alive. Hey, Revelation Wellness, I'm Aaron, one of the team members inviting you to deeper freedom by becoming a Revelation Wellness instructor. Our brand new platoon is forming right now with four individual training tracks for you to choose from, including our brand new training program, Live Well. Get your journey started today by swiping up on the show notes to learn which track is right for you. Because it's not about the fitness, it's about the freedom. Okay, friends get ready to have hope stirred up because we've got a revving the word for you today with elisa in a sweaty bible study and it's gonna lift your heart as always thanks so much for being here donors thank you it's because of you that these episodes are available be sure to leave us a review or an audio message because your kind words help spread the good news now Let's get to it.
0: Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, lay. Take a deep breath and inhale through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. Try and exhale in a way that you're putting fog into the air. If it's cold outside, you're going to see your breath. Relax your shoulders. Maybe shake your arms a bit like wet noodles. Just let them flop just a bit. Come on, just get in your body. Well, hello, friend, and welcome to a time of stirring up some good energy, using that good body of yours in a productive way. We're going to increase the hope molecules bouncing around in our body right now. So make me a promise, you're just going to be kind to you. This is not a have to, this is a get to. And I am going to wake you up. <laughs> I need to be woken up. Anyone else? Hi, friend, I'm Lisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. And we are entering 2024 with grateful hearts. You know why? Because we're still breathing. We're still here. Another day, another week, another month, by God's grace, another year. And today we're going to press in, continue in our sweaty Bible study. Through the book of Galatians. Last week, Galatians 3, we kicked off the new year. I hope you're still rolling over the things we've been learning, Galatians. That you have been crucified with Christ. It is not you who's going for a walk right now or a run. Or gardening, whatever you're doing, you're moving right now. It is Christ in you. And here's how you know it's God in you it's hopeful, it's joyful. You're not pressured, you're not being bullied to do this. You're not trying to make up for the holidays. You're good, your body's good, He is good. The fact that you have air in your lungs is such a gift. And so we've been moving into this book to learn (laughs) that we are free people. We don't do things according to the world anymore, even though we're prone to. So right now, moving our body. We're under a new role, Christ, Christ crucified, Christ resurrected, what can death do to us, we have eternal life, so right now on a scale of one to ten, I want you to feel like you're a five, effort level, a good solid five, okay, moving towards a six, at a seven. You know you're a seven when you can feel your breath moving. You can say about, but you take about two or three breaths with your mouth closed, but then you gotta pop it open to get some more air. So you can start working your way to seven. We're gonna slide around today between a five and yes, a 10 moment. One or two of those, it's all an invitation. Please remember that. So let's pray right now. Holy Spirit, the one who is with us to help us, the one that Jesus promised would be with us, in us, to help us, come and help us now. We need you. And if you don't feel like you need God, confess it. Maybe your heart is hard but we need you God, we need you Holy Spirit to put your hands on our hearts of clay or maybe stone, throw some water on it, (laughs) put some pressure on it, change us in the next 30 minutes together. Have your way according to your word God, in Jesus name, amen. All right, here's our teaching text for today. We're gonna to start in Galatians 3, the last verse in Galatians 3, and then pick it up in chapter four. Paul says this, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God, sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoptions as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba! father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, quick context, just a reminder. Book of Galatians. (laughs) The Galatians are turning back to the law. Prior to Christ, the way you got to God, ascended or made yourself righteous enough for God, were through laws, rules you followed. But when Christ came, he abolished this Now there's no more Jew or Gentile, anyone in need of grace could approach the throne. Again, I love to just remind us, this is revolutionary. It's common for us. But at the time that this text is written, (laughs) everything was in an uproar. Jesus turned everything upside down, which is right side up. Let there be no hindrance that all may come freely. But we love laws and rules, don't we? And here's the thing, just a reminder. (laughs) This is new, the freedom that they had was just, they didn't trust it, so they were turning back. Let's stay in context, guys. We have been living in a time of so much freedom. (laughs) We don't even know. Uh, anymore what it means to follow god and it's a cost we just like freedom be a seven Uh, yeah come on breathe exhale relax we i'm just gonna say it we could use some precepts everyone our freedom is destroying our freedom now we have been living in so much freedom that we don't like anything to cost us but i digress i'm going to come back you know why (laughs) go do my sweaty bible study on the book of corinthians because we are more like modern day corinth than we are the latians but it's important to remember how quick we are to turn back to rules diets anyone come on counting things keeping ledgers and accounts of wrongs and rights come on classifying ourselves as better than someone else or that we deserve more Uh uh-huh the world is set up for those type of stepping stones accelerate to an eight rest. Come on. If you're doing anything that requires you to be on your feet, push. Kick the ground away from you a little bit. Come on. I want you to think as if you had marionette strings attached to your shoulders and your head and even your feet. But the Holy Spirit is picking you up so you're less weight into the world. Come on. Press. Push. Stay in eight for 10 seconds. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Seven. (laughs) Come on. This song right here, that's what the world is saying to us we just want comfort entertainment pleasure we need to cry out from our hearts abba father we need a father we need a father to tell us when we are getting too stringent strict controlling judgmental and we need a father But we are getting too permissive, seeking comfort and pleasure, falling back. Rise up, son and daughter, wake up. You are a child of the promise. You are an heir, an heir through God not through works. Push to an eight till you don't hear any music. Come on. Till you hear nothing, relax your shoulders. Kick, kick, kick. (sighs) Engage your core. Three, two, nice. Recover. Actively recover. All right, so here's a few things that we can learn from Galatians 4. Remember, read it later today. Read it this week. Do this again. I'm telling you, gosh, we treat scripture like a box of Kleenex. We pull a new scripture, blow our nose on it, and throw it away. It is salve, bombed lotion rub it on rub it on rub it on to penetrate the dry and cracked places you don't just do it once several times it's therapy (laughs) we need it we are children of a promise not of productivity you cannot earn righteousness The righteous live by faith, Paul says earlier. It's all faith because of God's grace. You just have faith in God, and even that is a grace. It's all grace. It's so frustrating, guys. I get it. Listen, we're just like a couple weeks into the new year. If you threw away your new year's resolutions, Pick them back up. You fell into the law. <laughs> you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You threw grace out with the dirty bathwater of the law that you cannot fulfill or keep. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. And the Holy Spirit in you, God in you, keeps you. So you are a child of a promise. So here's a few things I want you to meditate on today as we move. Say it with me. We are not slaves, but sons and daughters. We are not slaves. We are sons and daughters. Now, that does mean we are committed to the Father. So we're a bond servant. Listen, you better belong to, you will belong to someone or something. You will be a slave to someone or something. Nobody is a free agent in the world. So choose well. Choose rightly. You're a son and you're a daughter. You are committed. It's like, I can't stop being the bloodline of my father and mother. It's just in me i can't not be a lisa keaton once amador with the bloodline it's in me but my heart can choose and i want you to think of yourself as a child of god it's in your dna and you still get to choose orphans don't know that they're sons and daughters because why They have been enticed by the world. Don't turn back to the world's laws. It's so basic. Don't be slaves to the world. But remember, we are living in a time where we are slaves to our Sensuality to our pleasures. We are slaves to our freedom. Push to an eight. 20 seconds. We are to be bond servants in chains. And I know that sounds terrible, but trust me, you need to be tethered to something. And it's Christ. Stay an heir. Child of the promise. Don't turn back to the world's ways. Pull back. We need right now on this on this earth in this time a gospel that costs us something, everyone. We've been given so much. To follow Jesus In this time now, in a time of such abundant permissiveness, you will need to pay a cost, just a toll. Anyone have toll roads where you live? You pay your $2 to cross that bridge to get to where you want to go a little more conveniently, but it's costly. You're going to get there quicker but there is a cost. And the world will say, aw, don't, don't follow that. Come on, come back. Watch Netflix for a little longer. Come back here. Have a more sugar. Come on, we're in the sugar fast right now. If you missed it, you can still sign up. Come join us because we are salt and we need less sugar. The enemy is cunning, everyone. He wants to cut you off from the freedom you have in Christ. Accelerate. Eight. You have five zero seconds, 50 seconds. Stay in eight if you can. If not, you did it right. Recover, because you already did your best. Push to a nine if you want it. 30 seconds. Push to a 10. Freedom. Don't stop. I know this song gives me 20 seconds of dead air. Hang on. Five, four, three, two. Nice job. Just breathe, make space, relax your shoulders, widen your collarbone. Really good. Be a seven, a six, a five, whatever you need. Okay. We are not slaves to the world, but sons. So don't turn back. So many times. Paul, this seems to be the message of this book. Don't turn back to the elementary principles of the world. It's turning back to slavery. Don't turn back to the ways you're familiar and comfortable with.
2: Paul's continuing
0: to drive this point home in the book of Galatians. Move forward. Even though there's naysayers. Even though the other way is much more comfortable for you. Basically, do the opposite of what feels comfortable. (laughs) That's the direction of the Holy Spirit. That's the direction the kingdom's going, guys. We have a God who comforts us.
2: We have a comforter, but we
0: were not made for a comfortable life. I am so guilty of this. So hard to be in this world, and listen—we are supposed to. We are supposed to be enemies of the world. It means to hate the world, which means to love lesser. Love it lesser, so we can love God most.
2: All right, so
0: don't turn back to the world's laws. Number two. We are to live according to the principles of the kingdom of God, which means we will have to hate, parentheses, love lesser the world. How you doing with loving lesser the world? Just be honest. Are you trying to get God to be a genie in a bottle who gives you everything in the world? I've said this before. I'll say it again. God seems to entrust people with things of the world who could care less about them. <laughs> yeah. You want that. Because if you gain the world, you lose your soul. Yeah. But if you gain your soul, means you're going to lose the world. Then guess what? All of a sudden, all the... You got some blessings and you're like well okay doesn't really matter to me it's not that important it's nice listen god is not against riches and wealth it's how do you steward them he is a god of abundance he is the god of plenty money is a tool and it's also a weapon I can use it to destroy hell. But I don't love money. I love God. How about you? So live according to the principles of the kingdom of God. You are a child of God and heir of the promise. I want you to see the fork in the road. The ways of the world is to the left. To the right, kingdom of God. You go to the right you are going to lose everything you never needed and you will not be alone you'll find me on the right and i'm going to need you to call me up keep going alisa stay to the right stay to the right and then thirdly there is a problem there is a promise that God wants to fulfill through you, through us. We are children of the promise. Pull back. Be a good seven. We are children of the promise and God is still fulfilling promises to his people and to the lost through us. Remember, God made a promise to Abraham. This man, he calls out of nowhere to be his first son. In the flesh here on earth. Abraham is the father of the Jews. He's your great 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 great, great, great multiply it down the line grandfather. Abraham. And God made a promise to Abraham that he would make him, through him, a great nation. That his descendants would outnumber the stars in the sky. God is still making good on that promise through you and through me. We are a part of the promise of God. We are children of the promise. We are children later on. Galatians 4, Paul talks about Sarah and Hagar. Abraham, remember, he couldn't have sons, even though God makes this massive promise. Anyone? Has God spoken something over you that makes you laugh? He has me. Listen, I even get laughed at for what I do. People don't even understand what I do. Sometimes I don't understand what I do. I have just following just like Abraham. And God made promises to Abraham that he is fulfilling through me, through you. Rise up child, get in line with the promise. You cannot earn the promise, just stay faithful. A You're promise so fulfilled life, God's way so will not humble. come the world's in way. Your hands, Stay a son. Stay a daughter. Your God I is still making promises through his people. Me, I to so I'm gonna, say, felt like the Holy Spirit said to go this direction today with you. Let's talk about the, the problem with a promise, because this is what Paul's getting at. He's trying to tell them, listen, stop with your laws. Stop with your rules. Stop with your earning. Worship God and wait on a promise fulfilled. Here's the problem with a promise. Number one, a promise requires a delay (laughs) that's pretty much the definition a promise means well we're going to have to wait to see how this plays out but i'm going to promise you something something that comes immediately is a transaction friends and that's what people galatia were trying to do pull back Be a six, seven, if you're not already. A promise means there's just space between you and other, you and another, where time has to play itself out. My husband and I have been married 26 years. We promised ourselves to each other. Back in October 25th of 1997, I stood before God, witnesses, and my husband, and made a promise to be faithful to him, to our marriage, to one another. And I'm all glowy, 26-year-old, fresh skin, twinkle in the eye, no stretch marks, making a promise that only time could prove Promise requires a delay. When I think about a delay, I also think about, anyone remember the times of layaway? Let me take some of the Gen Zs and Millennials back to a time before credit cards were a big deal. Everyone, the rest of this time together, be whatever feels like a moderate intensity, comfortable, but still work. Before credit cards were handed out like candy, right? That's a whole nother one. Again, the world is about our convenience. The world wants you comfortable. Oh, you want that thing today? Okay, here's a credit card with 45% interest. And we don't even pay attention to what it will cost us. We just want it now. But back in a time before, there was this egregious giving away of credit cards. There was something called layaway. You would go to the department store, gather up your back-to-school clothes that you were hopeful for, and I can remember wanting this Winnie the Pooh dress as a kindergartner. My parents couldn't afford it, but they put it on layaway. It meant they gathered up these clothes, which one was the Winnie the Pooh dress. I tried it on. I loved it. It was like the dress that I needed to have, which is hilarious. I don't even remember wearing a lot of dresses, guys. And my mom gathers up five outfits or so for me to go to school with, gives them to the lady behind the counter and says, I'd like to put this on layaway. And my mom, in my mind, I thought we're taking the, the clothes home. But I, as we left the store without the clothes, I was so sad. My mom had to explain to me, I made a payment, and I'm going to come back in a month, Elisa. When I get paid again, when dad gets paid, we'll come back, and we'll pay it off, and you'll get the clothes. <laughs> Uh uh-huh it was a promise to come back and fulfill this order there's a putting down of a payment friends the law was our first installment it was the first payment it kept us but christ is the fulfillment of what is owed christ is the one month later Christ is the day I got to bring the clothes home and I remember putting them on just twirling about. The dress was mine. Listen to me. The dress is yours. The robe is yours. The ring is yours. The shoes are yours. So you don't even have to be delayed on that. You are a child of God. But now, God looks for co-laborers. He wants wants you in the family business. Co-labor with him. It will come to pass, and your body may be as good as dead, but it's those types of good as dead moments that give God great accolades, because he is not a respecter, a man of physicality, of ability, of IQ, EQ. He'll use whoever says, send me. So, the problem with a promise is it requires a delay. But in the delay, could you please remember you've already been clothed? What more could you want? Everything else is icing. Number two, the problem with a promise is it's made to you. <laughs> it's made to you. It's dependent on someone else coming through, not you. This is why Paul's like, stop with your what you're doing there. You don't get any closer to God that way. And in fact, you just make the yoke very heavy for people. He's torn the veil, all can come. And it's through him, not you. Third, because a promise requires a delay, the enemy gets airtime in the delay. He will accuse you of looking like a fool. He will tell you to do something to make this happen faster. That's what happened to Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. God makes a promise to make him a father of a great nation but he has a barren wife, Sarah. And he waits and he waits and he waits and it's still not happening for his son to come about. So Abraham takes a shortcut. (laughs) Abraham was wooed by the words of an enemy to shortcut the promise of God. Getting ahead of God only makes things more messy, guys. Even to this day, Ishmael, the son, the the slave son he had with Hagar, his slave, you know everything going on in the Middle East? That's connected to that mess. And yet God is still gracious. Even in Abraham's mess that he made, God was gracious to cover it with Hagar and Ishmael. He could have destroyed Hagar and Ishmael, he didn't. Instead, he tells Hagar, I'm gonna be with you. I'm gonna cover for my son's mistake. Oh God, he's so good. So, the solution to these three problems is for you to love God trust God and wait on God and the enemy will accuse you of looking like a fool love God trust God and wait on God no shortcuts no falling into laws just to make yourself feel better (laughs) stay free you are no longer a slave but a son and if a son then an heir through god verse 31 so brothers and sisters we are not children of a slave but of the free woman a woman who has promised something god thank you for this time i know you have placed so many promises in your people god Things that you said you will do, things that are independent of us, God. They do not depend on us. Friends, by the way, that is the promise of God, a promise of God. There's nothing you can do to fulfill it. That's a precept. Precepts, doing the word of God, the obedience to the word leads you to the promise, but the promise is still on God. So, God, help us this year to stay free. From the chains the ropes the bondage that comes with the wooing of the world to tell us to do it our way we're just children give us a joy in the waiting strengthen us in our discomfort to not fall back into pleasure strengthen us God May your promises be fulfilled through your people here in Revelation Wellness who are working out their salvation until all are free. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, friend. We'll see you next week. Stay free. Peace.